Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 160, Becky Humphreys on the NWTF Board of Directors election. And I am your host and the guy who is deep into the planning stages for several hunting trips coming up. And I've got to get a move on with that because we are only... 119 days, 9 hours, 0 minutes, and 48 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama. You know, I enjoy planning. It's kind of like exploring and researching from the comfort of home. And I think that most of us hunters are deep down explorers. So it helps to kind of satisfy or scratch one of those itches that I have. Then when I go on that trip, the trip itself offers a very new and exciting experience as well. So I get some enjoyment on the front end with a planning and I get some enjoyment on the back end with actually having feet on the ground and seeing, smelling, feeling, all of those things when I'm actually on that trip that I researched before I made the trip. In fact, I've got a little bit of a funny story. So I'm in a networking group and we have an estate attorney in our networking group. And the estate attorney is awesome. And she helped my wife and I do our will and living will and get us through the not so fun task of planning to die. So I was telling everyone in the networking group, I said, Jamie is so good at what she does that she made me and my wife feel extremely comfortable going over a topic that is very uncomfortable. And we were able to get all of our plans made so that we know that the right people are going to be taken care of when our time comes and we are no longer here. I said, in fact, Jamie did such a good job with all of our estate planning that I'm actually looking forward to dying. So, you know, it's kind of like that trip that you plan on going on and it's out there. The time's going to come when it's going to happen, but I don't have anything to be scared of with that. I know everything's handled, but that was kind of just my way of making fun of a difficult topic. But really when we've got our plans made for 
certain things, it takes the stress out of it. And what I'm talking about, obviously, is planning trips, planning turkey hunting trips, or just hunting trips, or like I've been doing this week, planning for the February trip to Nashville for the NWTF convention. So I've also got an upcoming trip to go hunting in Virginia with my buddy John up there. And that's going to be our annual winter guys hunting trip that we do every year. Normally John comes to Alabama, but this year we're all loading up and going to Virginia. So I'm looking forward to that. I have put together the majority of my plans for North Carolina and Georgia in April, Idaho and Washington in May, and I've got to get started on that trip somewhere mixed in all those other trips that is going to be the anniversary trip with my lovely bride. And I'm not sure what that trip is, but we're about to start planning that one. So I have what I think is a pretty interesting and informative interview for you guys today. If you're like me, you get several special mailings from companies that you have certain business with a few times each year. Maybe it's from one or two of your insurance companies, a credit union or a land bank, or even a nonprofit or charitable organization. These special mailings ask us to vote for a few people to fill open seats on the board of directors for those organizations. And 99.99999 times out of 100, if you're like me, we have no idea who these people are that we're supposed to elect or what they do. Well, this election for the board of directors happens almost every single year at the NWTF as well. And this is typically the time of year that we're asked to vote for open seats on the board of directors with NWTF. And there's a little postcard inside this month's edition of the Turkey Country magazine that comes out every other month with a list of names on it asking us to vote for three of the six people on the card. I generally have no idea who these people are or what they do, so I thought I can't be the only one who feels this way about electing board members. So I should do a show to introduce those people who are running for the board of directors to all of you guys listening who are NWTF members to help you and me make the decision of who to vote for. And I hope to deliver that episode to you guys next week. But this week I thought, why not have someone on the show who can explain what the board of directors is, what they do, and why they are important to the health of the NWTF. So I contacted my buddy Pete Muller at the NWTF and I asked him, who can I talk to over there about this topic? Well, Pete went straight to the top. Who else can talk about the board of directors better than that person responsible for the day-to-day operations of the NWTF? Becky Humphreys, who is the new CEO of the NWTF. No one. So that's who we have on the show, thanks to Pete Muller. Now, we're going to get the chance to know Becky better in an upcoming episode of the show where I plan to have her on for a much longer interview. But today, she's with us for just a few minutes to give us the Cliff's Notes version of the upcoming NWTF Board of Directors election. So here's Becky Humphreys, and I'll see you guys on the other side. Hey, everybody. I am excited to tell you that I have on the line with me today... 
Becky Humphreys, who is the new CEO of the NWTF. And lots of people are very excited about Becky and her appointment to the CEO position. And I think we'll get a little taste of that today to understand why they're so excited. And so, Becky, how are you and where are you? Uh, I'm doing very well, thank you. And I'm in Edgefield, South Carolina. All right, at corporate today, huh? I am. Fantastic. And well, it I, is, go ahead. It's a beautiful day down here. The temperatures have cooled off in South Carolina. We've had some cooler weather, and it's sunny, and and uh, deer are moving quite a bit right now. So it's that time of year that everybody looks forward to the fall hunting seasons. Yes, indeed. It kind of makes it hard to stay in the office, doesn't it? It does, especially with the days so short. You you want to be out and enjoying the outdoors. Very true, very true. Well, I wanted to get you on today to talk about what is actually going on right now, and that is an election for some open seats on the board of directors at the NWTF. So can you tell us a little bit about the board of directors elections what does the board do and why is it so important for us? Well, the National Board of Directors is really the governing body of the National Wild Turkey Federation. They have fiduciary responsibility for the company and, and they're my bosses. So they're the individuals who really set that national policy for us in terms of where we're headed as an organization. And being a federation, we have representatives across the country and state chapters all across the country. And every year we get a chance to have nominations that are submitted, individuals who are interested in applying to be on our national board of directors can be nominated either from a state or a local chapter. Mm -hmm. And then the we have a nominations committee by the national board of directors. And those individuals go through and screen all the candidates. They talk to them about what the job takes to be on the national board the requirements of the job, the time requirements. They make sure individuals are not elected in are not elected officials because we have that in our bylaws that you cannot be an elected official and also right. sit on the national board. And then from there, the nominations committee prepares a slate of candidates to take forward to the full board of directors. And those individuals then are the ones that are put forth for a national election. Fantastic. And it's as you're probably aware, the ballots come out in our in our magazine, and so Turkey Country Magazine, the most recent issue, had numbered ballots for each individual, and in that ballot, you can vote for up to three individuals. People need to know if you vote for less than three or more than three, your ballot will be disqualified, but you vote for three and send it in, and it goes to an auditing firm who audits the results and provides us the final results of the the ballot after the January 4th deadline. How many total people are on the board of directors? 18. Okay. 18. And they have three-year terms. And so every year with that, we have the opportunity to have six slots filled, either through new board members or reappointment of existing board members. So this particular time, we have two individuals that are candidates that are already on the national board, 
and the four additional slots are being nominated. Our individuals are nominated who are not on the on the board now currently. So even the existing board members have to get reelected for an additional three-year term if they choose to run again. And well, I guess it's really a mutual thing. So the federation has to want them, or the board of directors has to want to keep them, and they have to want to stay on it. Is that? That's correct. correct. That's correct. It has to be both. They don't necessarily have to be voted on. The board of directors can do a direct appointment, but they generally have the current board of director seats go ahead and run for for their positions. Okay. And are you at liberty to say who the two current board members are? Yeah, the two that are currently they're running are Scott Hill and Ronnie Reagan. Scott is from New Jersey and Ronnie is from Georgia. Okay. And those are our two current. And then we have four additional ones that are running for the national board. Bill Lafayette out of California, Mike McKernan out of South Dakota, Phil Savage is running out of Alabama, and Greg Citrick out of Arizona. So that makes up the slate of six candidates. Fantastic. Well, my goal is to get all of those gentlemen on the show for a very quick interview, very similar to what you and I are doing today, and give us the opportunity to get to know them a little bit better because I know that anytime that I get one of those little postcards in the mail or an email from any organization, whether it's an insurance company or whatever, that I am, I guess, just simply by the fact that I'm doing business with them, I get this same notification that I get with the NWTF, and I generally know not a whole lot about these people who are running for the board of directors. So, you know, that's one of the reasons why I want to get them on there. But so there's a bio for each one of these people who are running in the current edition of Turkey Country magazine. Is that correct? That is correct. They've all submitted a short biography to tell you a little bit about who they are. But I agree. I I think as members of the National Wild Turkey Federation, first of all, it's really, really important to vote because this is the leadership of the organization. So I encourage people to do a little research and to vote for their three candidates. And whatever you can do to help enlighten people and, and make them a little more familiar with the candidates so that people can select the individuals that they think will both best represent the organization moving forward. Very good. Well, Becky, thank you very much for taking time to come on today to explain that whole process and why these board members are so important to us. And I think that really helps to shed a lot of light on this for people so that they just either don't vote or pick the first three names. And I agree. The first first three may be the, the best three, but we need to know. So we do. We do. I appreciate your efforts, Andy, and hope that everybody listening and will participate in voting this year and select individuals they think will move us forward. Well, thank you very much. And I would love to get you on for another interview, a longer interview to talk about something that you've spent a lot of time doing in your early years with NWTF, and that's conservation and politics and wild turkeys. And so maybe we can do that sometime around the holidays or even after the first of the year. That sounds wonderful. I'll look forward to it. 
Fantastic. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful afternoon, and I look forward to talking to you soon. And if I don't talk to you before Thanksgiving, have a wonderful turkey day. Thank you. Thank you. You also. Thank you, Bye-bye now. Goodbye. All right. I hope that you enjoyed hearing from Becky and learned a little bit as to why these board of directors elections are important. As I mentioned during the interview with her, I hope to get all those gentlemen nominated for the board on next week's episode to tell us a little about themselves and why they deserve our vote. Now, those of you who are listening to this episode who are not members of the NWTF, What are you waiting for? Becoming a member is not only an inexpensive financial endeavor, but it helps to strengthen the numbers of the NWTF. It protects our right to hunt all animals. It protects our access to hunt public land and to manage that land for wild turkeys and other animals. And it helps to make sure that we have wild turkeys to hunt. Now, I've been a member for years. I believe 100% in the organization, and I recommend that any of you guys who haven't joined do so. The cost of joining is $35 per year, but, and that's a huge but, with that $35, you get six bi-monthly editions of the Turkey Country magazine with tons of great articles in it that will help you be a better turkey hunter and... Either a two-knife set or a $25 gift card to Bass Pro Shops. So basically for 10 bucks a year, you're getting six editions of the Turkey Country magazine. But really and truly, you're doing way more than that. That's not even counting all the good vibes and feelings from knowing that you're giving something back to the wild turkeys and to an organization that is doing a lot to protect them and has so many of the same core values that so many of us hunters have. Okay, so from here, I want to share a little wild turkey news with you guys. California's fall turkey season started Saturday, November the 11th. If you are in the Golden State, then make some plans to get in the woods and chase after some turkeys. Mainly because I don't think you're going to have very much competition. And we're running out of opportunities to get a fresh wild turkey on the table for Thanksgiving. Alright, turkey hunters in Crawford and Vernon counties in Wisconsin are reporting good news, saying that they're having a great deal of success and that there are plenty of birds around. So get out there and chase some birds while season is still open. You know, I have yet to hear anyone ever say that the turkey hunting in Wisconsin is bad. They seem to have no shortage of turkeys up there. So, get to Wisconsin and fill a tag. Alright, fall tags are still available in western Oregon. There are still 2,116 out of 4,000 fall tags available. And, in the fall in Oregon, you're allowed two birds of either sex, but only one per day. So... You're not going to have much competition in the fall woods in Oregon. So get out there. There's still half of their tags left. It's a great opportunity for the new hunters out there to get some experience and hear some birds calling. All right, West Virginia turkey hunters, listen up. On Monday, 11-6, the split season reopened for Grant, Pendleton, 
Pocahontas, Randolph, Tucker, and Webster counties. And the season runs through 1118, so you only have a couple more days to get out there and knock down a bird. Did you know that the fall turkey season in Texas opened Saturday, November the 11th? I know what you're thinking. Turkey hunt Texas during deer season? Have you lost your mind? Yes. Why, yes, I have. But listen, there are tons of birds in Texas. And because everyone likes to go to Texas to deer hunt, there's very little pressure on them during deer season. So take advantage of that opportunity because in the springtime, there is not very little pressure on turkeys in Texas. They can be quite pressured. All right, so here's a little news from Missouri. Fall turkey hunters checked 2,899 turkeys during Missouri's fall firearm season, which ended 10-31. Last year's fall firearm harvest was 3,698. Biologists say that the lower harvest is attributed to a poor hatch, a decline in hunter participation, and an above-average acorn crop. This year, the state sold only 10,243 fall firearms turkey permits. That is the lowest number sold on record since the season started in 1978. The most they ever sold was in 1987 when they sold almost 53,000. And since we've been talking a lot about the NWTF today, the Oklahoma State Chapter of the NWTF has chosen some Superfund proposals for 2018 that total $102,823. So that's almost $103,000 that's going into the state of Oklahoma to fund numerous projects, some of which will control invasive plant species, maintain productive wildlife openings, create healthier forest and waterways, and to preserve our hunting heritage. Now, the board also secured more than a million dollars in matching funds for approved projects. So, just like I was saying earlier about the NWTF, they do a lot of good to protect our right to hunt and our access to hunt public land, and I do highly recommend joining. The organization does such a great job of putting money back into our states where we're hunting turkeys. A lot of times, most times, when our states don't have the funds available to do these things. So that's my last plug of the day for the NWTF. So that's it. That's all that I've got for you guys today. But you know, I'm going to ask you for a favor. My favor this week is this. If you like this week's episode and you learn something from it, please go on to the NWTF.org website and join. It's that easy. After you join, go to their Facebook page and like their Facebook page. Follow the NWTF on Twitter and get involved in the organization if you can. I don't think you'll be disappointed at all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, 
strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.